Hello and welcome. I'm Eric. And I'm John. And this is the Wikipedia Chronicles. This is a podcast where we start with a random article, explore it, then follow the links and see where it takes us. John, what do you have today? Uh, well, my guy died in 201, so... Ah. <laughs> yeah, he he didn't didn't get born, ever. Um, oh, one of no those kind of guys. He's huh? one of those guys who just died. That's all he did. Um, <laughs> you can't even have the common decency to be yeah. born first. Nope, nope, just died. There, there is no date of birth. So, um, but he is a guy by the name of Liu Pi, and he was a yellow turban rebel during the late Han Dynasty period of Chinese history. So, you know, really, really cutting edge with the rebellion. Back then, 201, like that was first generation rebellion right there. Yeah. So being a rebel back then, that's a pretty elitist standing, really. <laughs> um, but there's actually uh, quite a few depictions of him. Well, I, by quite a few, I mean there's there's one. There's one novel about that's fictional-ish about his exploits and stuff. But uh, yeah, he uh, doesn't have a very lengthy history. It's kind of hard to have those when you forget to be born. So, um, yeah. but there are other, the interesting thing here, though, is, uh, uh, there's other people named Liu Pi. Are there? <laughs> there are, there are, there's an entire disambiguation of Liu Pi. Ah. <laughs> so, so that's like, uh, uh, that could, that could, uh, be interesting depending on where else it goes. Right. But, uh, the thing is that, uh. He did mostly, based on my cursory scanning of the article, for the most part, literally did just kind of die. So, uh, that being said, and not being altogether interesting, Eric, what have you got? I have Hakarud. You have what? Well... No, no, hold on. Just just repeat. I literally did not hear the word. Hakarud. Okay, never mind. Maybe I did hear it, and it just didn't <laughs> process, because that doesn't sound like a thing. Well, um, it is a village. Oh, no. In Iran. Here we go. Has 1,750 population. That's the most populous village in <laughs> Iran that Wikipedia has ever gave us. 476 families. Specifically. I feel like that's smaller than Terry Hill, probably. I feel like it's invasive to get that figure, but I'm <laughs> at the same time, yeah, you know, it definitely is. Terry it, Hill's 3,000? Something like that? Something, but yeah, it's, it's a little small town. You here, small. It's not big. Yeah. But this place is smaller. Smaller place, yep. Yeah. Big by what Wikipedia usually gives us standards, but um, but by no means, at least it's by no means a ghost town. Yeah. We, we can there, be way there worse. are legitimate people living there. <clears throat> there's so. more than there's more than zero. 
<laughs> then, so we're off to a running start. Mm-hmm. So I think it's safe to say we should probably go to your article. Okay. Liu P. the General. L-I-U space P-I. Is where we will be starting L-I-U? off. L-I-U. L-I-U. P-I. Space P-I. Uh, the General. Oh. Parentheses general. general. Okay, yeah. Like I, I said, I there, is an entire, it, there is an entire disambiguation, <laughs> presumably for a reason. Um, now, after the decline of the Yellow Turban Rebellion, which we don't know anything about, but there is a link to here, uh, Liu Pi's men allied themselves with Yuan Shu and Sun Jian in the early 190s. His party thrived in the Yingchuan and Runan region. And by the mid-190s, they were numbered by, at, by the tens of thousands. In 196, the, war, the warlord, Cao Cao, uh, set out against the Yellow Turban remnants. In the battles that ensued, Liu Pi's colleague, Huang Shao, was killed and Liu surrendered with other leaders. As the Northern Yuan Shao declared war on Cao Cao in 200, Liu Pi rebelled against Cao Cao and plundered Zhuchang. Yuan sent Liu Bei, or Liu Bei, sorry, <laughs> to support Liu Pi, but the combined forces were defeated by Cao Cao's general Cao Ren. Liu Bi fled back to Yuan Shou, and Liu Pi was killed. <laughs> so he died. Um. And the first volume of the Record of the Three Kingdoms contains conflicting accounts of about Liu Pi's death. In an earlier passage, it states that Liu Pi was killed with Huang Shao during Cao Cao's bandit-sweeping campaign in 196, while a later passage in the same volume states that he rebelled in 200 and was killed by Cao Ren. Uh, Rafi de Crespigny, Crespigny noted that while it was impossible that the group under Liu Pi still kept his name after he died, it is more probable that the first account of Liu Pi's death is premature. So, uh, yeah. (laughs) Well, uh, as far as the fiction goes, we got the Romance of the Three Kingdoms. Not to be confused with the records of the Three Kingdoms. Those are the (laughs) official ones. (laughs) I have actually heard of the Romance of the Three Kingdoms, but I don't know much about it at all. But uh, as far as Lu Pi is concerned, uh, he in this historical novel, he allied he allied with Gong Du after the fall of the Yellow Turbans and harassed the regions of Yingchuan and Runan. They replot or repelled attacks from Cao Hong and later coordinated with Yuan Shao against Cao Cao. Later, he requested help from Liu Bei and delivered Runan to him as a base of operations. He died in battle while defending Liu Bei from Cao Cao's general, Gao Lan. I like how all of their names are like one syllable. I like how some of their names are like Gongdu. That's Dugong. That's, that's, a, that's a Pokemon. Galan? That's a gallon. That's a meaning of measurement. Cow cow? That's two cows. 
Lil Bay? That's Lil Bay. Lil Bay. Lil Bay. Lil Bay, Lil P. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's just it's just a it's just a treasure trove of fun names. Oh, absolutely. This this, this place in history. Now, is it um it says up here at the top, this is a Chinese name. The family name is Lu. So is yes. their f- last names actually their first names? I believe, yeah. I think it's like they, most of the... Uh, they put their... They put their last names first, first names last. The important thing is you want to know what house they're from gotcha. first. Yeah. Then, So yeah. it's like, all right, what family are you from? That's what's important to us. And then and we'll then figure out which person you are. If we care about your family <laughs> in the first place, we'll figure out, about, we'll figure yeah. out which one you are. Okay. Kind of like how other countries mess around with like how they write their dates. Mm, like the yeah. important thing isn't that it's the month of April still. The important thing is that it's a certain day in the month of April, which <laughs> is what Europe thinks whenever they make their dates. And I tend to agree with them. That seems right. See, yeah, I, I, I like that logic of smallest increment, bigger increment, biggest, biggest increment. increment. Yep. Like it that, just makes that, more sense. Yeah, it's a nice little triangle, like a, you know. Of great, you know, gets greater as you go. I, I don't know why. Like, why don't we make watches like that? Like digital oh. watches. Why don't we make seconds, seconds minutes, hours yeah. watches? I can get down with that. I'm sure. Yeah. You know what? There's probably an app for it somewhere. Reverse clock. <laughs> but really, maybe, I mean, maybe if you get like a smartwatch, you could rig it, get some kind of app to like change the way it looks. I really, I legitimately had the dumbest idea ever. I thought you could just get like a regular old digital watch and then just wear it upside down. <laughs> but it only gets you halfway there. The numbers are still not gonna be, still not gonna be quite right. Yeah. You could probably like hack a digital watch, like a regular old digital watch. Yeah. You could I probably mean, like just mess around with little electronics in there and make it. Yeah, literally just reverse things. it so that yeah. it displays backward. Yeah. Sort of. I mean, uh, I don't know why we don't do that. It would take some getting used to, but I think it would be worth it. I think so, too. I think that just makes more sense. But, you know, uh, it doesn't have to. It doesn't have to all the time. Yeah. Well, see, at least with the way we do time uh, display now, Mm -hmm. at least it's in descending order. It's not, like, all wonky... That's true. Mitch, mismatch, you know, seconds Where, in the middle or something. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that that one is kind of like at least it's one way down and yeah. not like, yeah, yeah, exactly. It, it's it does make some. It, it makes more sense the way we read time than it does the way we do dates. Right. The way we do dates is just that's just messed up. <laughs> it just shouldn't be the way it is. Like, who cares about the month? It's like, the same month it was yesterday. Most you, days. Yeah. The thing is. You pretty much always know what month it is yeah. until it turns into the next month. So as long as you know, like, all right, I'm in, I'm, the day is the 24th. That's what I always need to know. Right. And meanwhile, I think the hour is the one that you need to know time-wise because minutes are right. still important. Seconds are very not important unless you're, like, running. <laughs> um, but it, it, it has, like, a kind of like a, I don't know what the... It's like a outward, like it's, like it's like a ripple effect. Basically, mm. you have, you want to have, you want to be able to read time in like, ideally, uh, uh, hour, minute, second, day, month, year. 
So it's supposed to go kind of like greatest, smallest, middle, smallest, smallest, middle, greatest. Yeah. There should be like a... I don't know, some kind of... <laughs> I'm just frantically doing hand gestures. This is the worst thing for a podcast. Like, there's no there's no situational humor in me doing hand gestures, but... <laughs> ripple effect. You can, yeah, some you can kind, it looks like some kind of like infinity symbol. Yeah, yeah, it just connects. Just connects yeah. the days and the, the two parts you care about and then the ones that don't... <laughs> don't care about. They just kind of, they just kind of go off to the side. Yeah, It'd be better. It'd be better. You use use the increments that you use the most often. What date? What date is today? What yeah. hour is it right now? Where <laughs> like, are you supposed to be from nine to five? I don't think I've ever said to a person, "Hey, what month is it right now?" Because like, I've always been, you know, like conscious once, at some point during the month <laughs> to acknowledge what month it was previously. Once it's April or once it's you know July, it's like. I know what the month is for the rest of the month. Like, I'll be needing to write the date down at some point, so I'll be like, okay, That's the I need to know this piece. specific day because yeah. I don't always, you know, have that on... Right away. Like, I, I It's don't not know the first thing I look at in the morning. No. And I can't remember what happened yesterday, so... <laughs> right, right. But I can at least remember what happened sometime in the last two weeks. Yeah. So as far as months go, I'm good. I'm square. Yeah. Like, that's fine. Well, okay. So. And um, then uh, once we get to do away with daylight savings time, then we're all completely satisfied. That is. That is. I mean, yeah. That that really just needs to be settled in favor of there being more waking hours of sunlight in the evening. Period. Yeah. Just don't. Just don't make it be dark super early on. Yeah. Just shift it so that everybody gets time and, like, I don't care if I have to wake up when it's dark outside. <laughs> if I get to be conscious after work and still have sunlight to do things with, yeah. fine. Okay, good. Actually, <laughs> that's good. Yep. All right, so uh, we have some access to some Chinese history here from this article, but I do not want to do that. <laughs> I would rather go see how many Lupi there can be. Hmm. I would hope that there's a rapper named Lil P. Lil P. Lil P. I mean, yeah, so let's disambiguate this and see who else is out there. <clears throat> well, there's only three. And they all died before the year 1000. <laughs> so. <laughs> so Lil P's are no more. I think the best Lil P of all the Lil P's may be the Prince of Wu. Prince of Wu actually had a life. <laughs> Prince of Wu actually got born of, of, of the Wu Tang, or the Wu, Wu, Wu clan. Wu, well, we got another Lu P, who is the official during the Tang Dynasty. Wu so we got a Tang. Wu and a Tang. Are they the Wu Tang? Are they the Wu Tang? <laughs> now, is Lu P the general? Is he part of a clan? Because then part we got of the family all, of Lu. All three of the we got the Wu, the Tang, and the clan. So. Technically, that's a rapper. Yes. Yeah. I think we satisfied our requirement. I think so. That that counts. We made the Wu-Tang Clan on yep. this page. Yes, we did. Okay. Well, we should just add a little note in there somewhere on this page, like, Wu-Tang Clan. <laughs> just, just write it somewhere. Just write it in, like, the... Just, like, write, like, a citation and then just put Wu-Tang Clan. Or maybe, like, have that as, like, uh, if you're looking for the Wu-Tang Clan or, like, yeah. you know... Just like it has, if it redirects to here for some reason, this is the way to where what you are looking for. 
Uh, we could totally get away with it. This page was last edited on September 2nd, 2014. Oh, wow. So, I, I think I'm going to add, add some <laughs> to Wu-Tang Clan. <laughs> Do it. Add some Wu-Tang Clan. Let's see how fast it goes. I don't know how fast it would go away. Cause I, I, I don't know when it gets checked by people. I don't like know If it goes into popular. somebody's inbox and then they well, let's, get let's to just, it in a queue let's or just something. Let's put it here and then we'll go to one of these other blue P's from here and see hopefully one of them isn't drastically more important in Chinese history. Chinese history is big. There's a lot going on. Hopefully there's not a school kid somewhere doing <laughs> doing homework on Lu P. Okay, so should I put in like for the band, see Wu Tang Clan. Yes. Just yeah. Just like just like it. that. Just like that. Yep. <laughs> for the band, <laughs> see. <laughs> I need to remember how to do these. Things. Okay. So. You can always just steal it from another part of the article. True. Wu Tang. See. I need to make sure. Is there a way to preview these things? Ooh, visual editing. That's nice. There we go. Yes. <laughs> Save. And. And. Okay, saved changes. There it is. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's great. That's fantastic. <laughs> okay. Perfect. Perfect. So hopefully if any of you go to this page and take see, a look at it, it's still there. It still says that. We'll, we'll come back every once in a while. See how it's, <laughs> see how it's doing. <laughs> How's our little Wu-Tang doing today? <laughs> oh, man. It's great because Wu and Tang are both in the page and they can't mm -hmm. get rid of those. So it's just like, well, <laughs> it's not it's not inaccurate. Yep. It's just a stretch between one line <laughs> and the other. That's all. So should we see the Prince of Wu or an official during the Tang? Mm. That's the real question. Oh, hey, look, there's a link to the Wu-Tang Clan here. We can just, <laughs> can just go find, let's go get into rap. Uh, I think, let's go to the Prince of Wu. All right. We can dig the Prince of Wu. Prince of Wu. Lu Pi, the Prince of Wu. So he was a nephew of Emperor Gao of Han, son of Lu Zi, Prince of Dai, and created as Prince of Wu by Emperor Gao. He was created as Prince of Wu, <laughs> not coronated, created. Created. <laughs> yep, he was given existence by Emperor Gao. And uh, during the reign of Emperor Jin... He initiated the Rebellion of the Seven States to resist centralizing policies in which he was defeated and killed. Oof. That's gotta hurt. Mm. So he was almost 60 years old, or or was he more than 60 years old? Yeah, I'm, I mean, about I'm having that. trouble... Mathing? Mathing he was, backwards. He was aged 61 to 62 when he died, it says oh, over in go. the yeah. thing that did the math for us. Which is fortunate because I didn't. I was blanking too. I was just like, oh, thank God. Somebody. Like, I see the one in the math. five. I know that's a 60. That's somewhere in there. There's, it's either 60 or 11. I'm not sure. That's where my math's at right now. Um, so in 196, he was made Marcus. He was made a Marcus of, of P. Marcus of Pay. Marcus of Pay at age 20. 
He demonstrated his combat ability as a cavalry general in the campaign against Yingbu <laughs> in 195 BC. Emperor Gao promoted Pi to Prince of Wu to his growing worry of the Wu provinces. When Emperor Wen of Han was enthroned, Pi's son, Lu Xian, and Crown Prince Qi, later Emperor Jing of Han, spoilers, involved in a game of libido, uh, or Lubo, which looks like it's actually like named after this family. Looks like Lubo was literally like the name of the game. Yeah. Uh, which ended in the Crown Prince accidentally killing Pi's son with the chessboard. Ah, that sounds interesting. Is that how that game's played? <laughs> I, I know how? of no game where you literally impale somebody with a board. Yeah, I'm trying to envision any board game that somehow results in accidentally killing somebody Literally with the killing board. somebody. Like, not even in the game. Like, actually murdering. <laughs> I'm pretty like, sure is what this means. Like, you would have to physically pick it up and, and then, do something with it to cause the... Yeah, there's gotta be some like, sort of projectile action there that unless got he way was out of so hand upset that he just like threw the board and it smacked the other guy in the it. face or something and, and just like i don't know cranked his neck right off somehow i'm sure it's some kind of cartoonish like scenario but i guess we could check out lubo the article then just to and see, see what if kind maybe of they mention high stakes it. game this is <laughs> now out of revenge and growing distrust for the emperor lu p this one started building up wealth and military in his territory. Emperor Wen believed his son was at fault and did not hold Pi accountable for his expansion. <laughs> because uh, I guess that emperor was an okay dude. Uh, after Crown Prince Qi ascended to the throne and became Emperor Jing of Han, no longer spoilers, now <laughs> in canon, under the advice of Chao Kao, Chao Ko, uh, almost Cao Cao, a series of centralized efforts began in an attempt to reduce strength of regional provinces. Princes. Regional princes. In 154, Bic P convinced six other princes to rebel against the emperor, thereby starting the Rebellion of the Seven States, which is where we just came from. The emperor appointed Zhao Yafu as commander and defeated P's army he was killed in battle, and his title was abolished. Oof. No longer would there be a Prince of Wu. <laughs> he was the first and the last Prince of Wu. But then, I guess, that it looks like the Rebellion of the Seven States thing, wasn't that in the other article, too? Uh, or are we talking earlier about, in this article. But or was that the know. record of the Seven States? The, oh, that was the Romance of the Three Kingdoms you were thinking of. Romance of the Three Kingdoms is indeed what I am thinking of. There was no rebellion of the seven states in the <laughs> previous article. There's just numerous places that are governed mm -hmm. in both. Similar similar title, though. It can kind of get yeah. confusing with, that, with those titles. You just got to keep track of They're all in sequence. They're all <laughs> kingdoms, townships, provinces, countries, <laughs> states, one through, one through a million. Yep. <laughs> This is the seventh book that they're talking about here. But it happened before the third book. Yeah. Kind of confusing. <laughs> sort of did a Rambo thing with it. <laughs> okay. Right, so. so, 
so yeah, we haven't we haven't abolished title. The Wu Tang Clan is no more. Yeah. Prince of Wu, no longer a prince, no longer Wu. Mm-hmm. Much to the to the woe of the Wu. All right. So do we want to check out this Lubo? Yeah. Let's let's find out what kind of a game you can use a board to. Well, this makes even less sense. <laughs> There's Lubo. not even real people there. They're playing with statues. Oh, I I get it. They, he he must have thrown one of the stone people at Adam. <laughs> uh, How does anybody get killed playing this? Okay, so it's a board. It's a board, and it looks like it has I don't know, like it looks like it's an aerial view of like a small Chinese town. Mm. You can see kind of like buildings and streets, and in those buildings and streets are. Nondescript rocks that are exact rectangular prisms. Yeah. Gray, marble, rectangular prisms that just kind of sit on top of this aerial picture of a town. Yeah. So I guess <laughs> if you threw that board at somebody, it would kill them. I mean, look at that thing. It's a, it's made out of stone. The whole yeah. thing is a stone board, probably about, like, what, three feet by three feet? Oh, here we go. Okay. Found what happened. Okay. All right. Uh, under famous Lubo players, we get Emperor Jing of Han, who, when he was crown prince, became angry during a game of Lubo with the Prince of Wu and threw the Lubo board at the prince, killing him. So there you go. Well? Oh, wait, so, wait, the Prince of Wu was the one that died? I could have sworn that minute. he kept on living. I thought it said... The Prince of Wu was the one that got his son killed, and then he was angry. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Wait, was okay. he the king of... Was the go back here and double-check what this... Uh, okay. The crown prince accidentally killing P's son with the chessboard. Okay, so the crown prince, who was Jing of Han... Okay, crown prince Key killed... P's son. Okay, so this would have been the Prince of Wu's son, who have been a Prince of Wu. So the Prince's Prince. So the Princess. Yes. The Princess. Yeah, the one below the Prince. The Princess. <laughs> prince B. Prince B. Princey Boo. <laughs> it's the principal <laughs> of the thing. The principal. Yeah, there's the Prince and then there's the principal. <laughs> So, yeah, okay. So that's what happened. So he did throw the board. So he did... That's what he did. <laughs> I mean, like, look at that board, I though. mean, That would kill people. I don't know if I would call that an accident, because you are yeah, intentionally... Launching <laughs> a giant stone obelisk. Like, at if human. you had, like, done one of those things where you, like, accidentally step on one side of the yeah, board and, and it flips, it, like, flips up, up and hits the other person in the jaw or something. I don't know. Then it would be an accident. But if you throw but, this particular yeah. <laughs> kind of board at someone, it might be construed as an act of violence. I don't know. Yeah, I, I think throwing something at somebody constitutes more than an accident. Maybe yeah. not murder outright, but... Involuntary manslaughter, at bare least, minimum. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, for sure. Now, there are rules of this game, but we don't have a very good history with describing <laughs> those. Um, so, unfortunately, um, you well, know... the exact rules of the game are not known, actually, so... So, so unfortunately, we, we can't mess that up for you. Yeah. No matter what we say, we're going to probably be a little bit wrong, so... 
Most historians think that it was a race game, though. No, not like that. The players moved their six game was, pieces around the marks on the board. This is what Fast and the Furious was based off of. Yep. Tokyo Drift. <laughs> That's it on a board right there. It looks like an interesting little game, though. Like, if you see the actual board with, like, all of its details, it looks like there are four points, each of which is in, like, a little town square. You gotta get each car to each town square in, like, the least amount of time. And I don't know how they <laughs> divvy up this thing. There is a more detailed, like, thing down here. Here it is. There is a divination diagram showing the positions of the 60 terms of the sexagenary cycle <laughs> and examples of the nine board positions that were available in playing this game. Hmm. Okay, so um, here's one uh, thing that was written about it. Um, this, the most complete description of the rules of Lubo occurs in a quotation from the lost Book of Ancient Bow in a commentary by Zhang Zong to the Book of Lazy or Lazy. Lazy? <laughs> the Lazy Book. <laughs> that was written during the Jin Dynasty. Uh, method of play. Two people sit facing each other over a board and the board is divided into 12 paths with two ends and an area called the water in the middle. Ah. Twelve game pieces are used, which according to the ancient rules are six white and six black. There are also two fish pieces which are placed in the water. What? <laughs> the throwing of the dice is done with a jade. The two players take turns to throw the dice and move their pieces. When a piece has been moved to a certain place, it is stood up on end and called an owl. Thereupon, it can enter the water and eat a fish, which is also called pooling a fish. Every time a player pulls a fish, he gets two tokens. And if he pulls two fish in a row, Go he gets fish. three tokens uh -huh. for the second fish. Uh, if a player has already pulled two fish but does not win, it is called double pulling a pair of fish. When one player wins six tokens, the game is won. Interesting. So, really, there's, like, a certain path on the board. You roll your dice to see how many moves you can take along whatever the path is to try to get to a spot where your owl can perch so that you can start hunting for fish. Mm -hmm. I mean, that sounds like a cool little, cool little board game. I don't mm -hmm. really understand how the blocks move into these, you know, several positions. <laughs> I don't understand how you would, like, use a dice roll to, like, indicate. Yeah, there's not really a whole lot of markings other than just the lines themselves. Yeah, there's no real, like, characters that discern, like, oh, you rolled a six, go here. Or these are each spaces. Move through these six <laughs> in a row. Because nothing's really closed off except for the parts that are, and then that begs the question, how do you get to those? <laughs> but... The world may never know. We may never have another death by way of a game board ever again. <laughs> can't believe it was actually, like, I thought it was, like, when it said chessboard, I thought they were doing, like, old school, playing with real people, like, super pompous level stuff. Turns out, they meant literally a board killed him. <laughs> yeah. 
So we have a link to Old Book of Tang here. Oh, <laughs> all right. Let's keep up with the theme. Let's go. Let's go for that Wu Tang though. All right. So we're at the Wu. Now we go to the Tang. Now we go to the Tang. And then if we can get to Clan at the end, I think we're good. Old Book of Tang. Old Book of Tang. Old Book of Tang. As opposed to the new Book of Tang. <laughs> don't forget. The Middle Book of Tang, completing the Tang Trilogy. <laughs> there is a new Book of Tang, <laughs> which was compiled during the Song Dynasty. Well, it was such a fun dynasty. It was a tangy song. Oh, songy Tang. Man, so the Old Book of Tang was originally compiled during the Five Dynasties and Ten Kingdoms period. <laughs> <laughs> I'm telling you, it's all about... So that's Book 5 and 10 in one book. <laughs> And that's book two. <laughs> well, uh, 15 in a series of 30, <laughs> volume 35, subsection 6. They're just all over the place. Um, so this one is actually just uh, slangly just Book of Tang. They dropped the old on this one. Uh, it is the first classic historical work about the Tang dynasty, comprising 200 chapters and is one of the 24 histories. Uh, let's see. Man, 200 chapters. That's, that's a lot. It was superseded by the new Book of Tang, but later regained acceptance? <laughs> so, what? like, the, old, the new... Somebody wrote a new Book of Tang, and everybody's like, oh, yeah, new book. Uh, actually, this isn't that great. Let's go back to the old one. <laughs> Maybe it was just like a... I mean, it was China in the early times. It was probably just a matter of history being written mm. by the victors. And the victors at that point in time are like, nah. <laughs> <laughs> and then the victors after those victors were like, yeah. <laughs> the book began when later Jin's <laughs> founding emperor, Xi Jingtang, ordered its compilation in the year 941. The original chief editor was Zhao Ying, who was also the chancellor then. However, by the time of its completion, Liu Zhu had become the chancellor and taken over the work of the organization. As a result, he was credited as chief editor when the work was presented in the year 945 to Emperor Chu of Jin. Being a relatively quickly compiled work of official history, the Old Book of Tang was a compilation of earlier annals now lost. It further incorporates other monographs and biographies, using as sources, for instance, the Tongdian of Douyu. Do you? Do, Do you? you? <laughs> Do I? No, that would have been a great album title for the Wu Tang Clan. Do you? Do Just you? to put a question mark out. <laughs> Do you? These sources were often directly copied from records in earlier histories, and the result would be severely criticized during the Northern Song, Emperor Renzong of Song, for example, called the book poorly organized, burdened, and with unimportant details, wanting in style, and poorly researched, which is some pretty verbose criticism coming from the year 900, if I do say so myself. <laughs> These errors even included duplicate biographies of characters. Okay, admittedly, that is pretty bad, but the Bible has the same thing. <laughs> Matthew and, what else, Luke? And maybe even John, too. Yeah. They're, they're, all, they're all start to finish Jesus, aren't they? <laughs> it's, the same, it's the same one. You don't get a different Jesus with any of the books. 
They're, they're, they're duplicates. It's, it's redundant. Um, because of these criticisms, in 1044, a new history of the Tang Dynasty was commissioned with Ouyang Zhu and Song Qi as editors. The new book of Tang was then produced. After the new book was presented, the original old book of Tang went out of print, and over the centuries, it became very rare. It was during the Ming Dynasty when the remaining copies were gathered, and the book was once again published, eventually becoming canonized as one of the 24 histories. <laughs> okay, so they have 24 like distinct histories that bought, that like recorded them going from here to here. Okay, that's a uh, that's pretty cool, China. I gotta admit. You had your stuff together way earlier than anybody else and way more consistently. Like, it's really cool yeah. that it was a consistent thing, regardless of who was, like, conquering whoever. It's just like, mm -hmm. yo, hold on. Write this down, though. <laughs> first. First thing first. We got to get, get an editor in here. <laughs> got to have him write stuff. Yep. Get somebody with a piece of paper and, uh, you know, some kind of pen. Yep. And we'll get this thing all written down. Nobody shoot this guy. <laughs> Nobody kill him. And then, like, the amazing thing to me is that the most, like, snubby and pretentious succeeding dynasties got was, like, yeah, let's not, like, let's, like, go out of print. Like, what are you talking about? Print? 900? There is no such thing as print. Why do you have print? What are you doing? Yeah, they, they just had they just had that whole, like, assembly line book thing down. There was no point in burning it because, like, it existed. It didn't matter. Yeah, they was, just made a new one. When was the printing press? The printing, the Gutenberg press was later, I think. 1100? Close okay, to there. Uh, printing press, 1440. So, what was China so doing over here? I guess they were just writing stuff down. I guess doing that's it what, old yeah, monk, monk style. style. Yeah. yeah, it's a jungle out there. <laughs> Question is, how do we get to clan? Well, we can go to the Tang Dynasty itself. Uh, dynasty, yeah, I could yeah. see some something. Tang Dynasty there. might work. Uh, Book of Tang may work, but we gotta stick to the Tang. Because the songs don't count. <laughs> songs are made up and the points don't matter. That's right. That's uh, how we play here on the Wikipedia Chronicles. <laughs> uh, I guess let's go to the Tang Dynasty. Tang let's Dynasty it is. See if we can get to clan. There's got to be a clan somewhere in the Tang Dynasty. I would think. So the Tang Dynasty. The Imperial Dynasty of China preceded by the Sweet dynasty followed by the five dynasties and ten kingdoms period generally it's regarded as a high point in chinese civilization and a golden age of cosmopolitan culture its territory acquired through the military campaigns of its early rulers revealed or rivaled that of the han dynasty and the tang capital at chang'an present-day xian was at that point in time the most populous city in the world if you look at the map in the year 700 when the tang dynasty began you see that china was pretty much already china yeah. give or take a tibet and even to this day you can still give or take a tibet i think it's <laughs> safe to say they don't like it but it's true they don't own them <laughs> But for the most part, this is pretty standard Chinese, culturally China, China mm -hmm. that you see here. I'm, I wonder why they don't offer like Chinese history in school. 
probably because it would take so much more time than any that's other true history. that's very true <laughs> they could pretty much breeze through american history in like ours a couple great. years <laughs> ours is great we only have 200 years of it yeah you, you you have washington die you're already like three quarters of the way to the civil <laughs> war you get done with the and civil then, war you get to world war ii that happened so yeah. it's a nice meaty history that yeah nice know. meaty like still reason enough where it's like so cool there's still guns mm. and stuff but i feel like chinese history gets the short end of the stick because they had gunpowder like forever yeah <laughs> they had a lot of cool stuff going on if you're gonna go back and do history you might as well do it right and do chinese history because yeah. that's gonna be like way less boring than that Roman Empire stuff. <laughs> Roman Empire was basic compared to China. Yeah. yeah, there's a lot of interesting stuff going on in Chinese history. That's for sure. For sure. For, sure. for absolutely positive. I mean, you don't have interesting stuff going on and not and, and have, you know, no population. You have interesting stuff going on if you manage to have millions of people in one city <laughs> hundreds of years before anybody else figures out what a million is. <laughs> yeah. That's, that's an advanced <laughs> sort of thing. Now, what I've got to... I mean, if they know that Xi'an was the largest city in the world back then, what i got to do is figure out what is Xi'an now? How... How, it how looks does like it stack up? Well, it's... 8 million people in its sub-provincial form now. I'm just going to go quickly check and see if there isn't, like, a historical record of um, population. Because you know how in American cities they have, you know, demographics being like, look, in 1800 there was five people in this town. <laughs> now there's two million! Because that's the timeline of the United States, obviously, yeah. but... I would kind of like to see something that like goes in the same timeline. It's just like, nope, 8 million, whole time. doesn't matter. <laughs> they were born with 8 million people. Just just happened. <laughs> just was. I just got to see this real quick. Demographics. Okay. They don't really want to tell me, so enough of this. That's fine. I'll satisfy that curiosity on some other Chinese city. I'm sure there's got to be one out there that has demographic information dating back oh, to... Probably. like. They had to invent the number million because, <laughs> well, they had they had well, more than what comes after nine hundred thousand. <laughs> they had more than nine hundred thousand people before anybody else. Like, who else would have had a million of anything yeah. if not people? Like, you weren't sitting. There's around, no reason for to count that high. Yeah, you counted only like what counted that much that somebody would count that high. <laughs> Pretty much only people. Yeah. Yeah, I guess. I wonder if like population was the driving force of like the numbers system and you know like why what we call like different groups of numbers and yeah i have to wonder because it had to have been at first and then i can only figure that like um further precision as far as like smaller increments go mm -hmm. was demanded by scientific applications yeah but as far as like going upward full whole numbers I, it, it I can could've. only I could, it could have been it could have been science even still yeah but I, I have to wonder like which came first but the it, science or the people also could have been money at some point Ooh, somebody could have been the world's first millionaire that's exciting I mean, for them I'm sure emperors and stuff had yeah. tons of money so they Millions were like of money, uh, even. how do we count all this <laughs> well 
we add more numbers <laughs> to the front of the numbers you already have. Yep. And then you have well, more numbers, which means you this? have more money. We'll put a one Whoa. in front of it. <laughs> Why don't we just keep doing what we've, what we've been doing, just this just, way, some uh, more. We'll just put another one. <laughs> and then another. And then see, whenever we're done with this one being one, that'll be two. <laughs> so it all, it all just stacks on top of each yeah. other, really. Yeah. Yeah. It is really kind of interesting to just wonder, like, how did this start? When did this problem first occur? And who first solved it? <laughs> the problem of a million. Now that's a book that I want to read. Yeah. Yeah. I want to. I want to know that history. Can we do that history? The, that should be a, another subject in school. The history yeah. of numbers. The history of history. How mm. did? How did we get to this point? <laughs> how did? Who started doing this whole language thing anyway? What are ideas, and who started having them? <laughs> the first person to have an idea was... <laughs> Unfortunately, he didn't write it down, so we never know. <laughs> was Thomas Anderson of Britain in 1963. <laughs> so there were notable inventions during the Tang period. Now, mind Ooh. you, the Tang period was between when? 690 and... Um, well... Oh, 618 and 907. Wu Zetan. Wu was a... Lu... Lu... Lu Zetan. Lu Zetan. He lost a ton, and then they lost the dynasty. Oh, Empress. So Wu Zetan is a woman. Oh. Of... Well, we're we're in an article with Wu and Tang, so we're getting so, close. Yeah, we are. We are two thirds of the way there. They are the Wu Tang Clan is in here somewhere. <laughs> but I think this is kind of important. Check this out. There were many notable innovations during the Tang, including the development of wood block printing. Ah. See, they did do it first. There you go. Buddhism became a major so, influence there, too. Uh, Buddhism would later be persecuted by the state, subsequently declining its influence. Really? Uh, In apparently. China? Yeah, <laughs> I, I, didn't think, I didn't think that was an issue either. But. <laughs> Who would have been doing it? I don't know. <laughs> that seems strange. Like They didn't like it. Who, what other religion do we have to replace <laughs> this with? You shut up. You shut your mouth. <laughs> Everybody's looking around like, do you know who's actually persecuting us? I don't, I don't have any idea. Wow, so the population, even back in the 7th and 9th centuries, was 7th, popula 7th century population, 50 million. 9th century population, 80 million people. Oof. That is huge for yeah. a country in the 9th century. <laughs> one country, one dynasty in this area, not even including that... that small part of China that in the south that you know there's people there. You know there's people in there. Yeah. Um, back to the inventions, they actually invented a clock. What? Yeah, a striking clock. Like, we're talking like a... Tick, 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 ding, dong, some, ding, dong like, sort of thing? Yeah, like some kind of like grandfather clock device that was had a mechanically timed bell that was struck automatically every hour and a drum that was struck automatically every quarter hour. So, 
That's pretty crazy. This is another, like, um, similar to the whole, like, ancient Greece and having crazy technology. And well, look at this crazy technology down here. Like, check out the uh, pictures. There is, on the right-hand side, this these, these wooden statues of tomb guardians. Now, on top of the fact that their facial features look like something that easily could be, like, a modern-day action figure character... <laughs> They also are mechanically driven wooden statues that served as cupbearers, wine pourers, dancers, and as other stuff. They had automatons oh back in the year <laughs> 900 in China. I guess with that much time on your hands, you got to do something, right? I mean, the sooner you get everybody into a place where they don't feel like they're going to immediately die, the more <laughs> spare time they have to make cool stuff. Yeah. Or, you know, be lazy. It's one of the two. <laughs> that too. Or fall prey to opium. It's one of the two. Mm. A square bronze mirror with a phoenix motif is also shown, but that's not even really a very good mirror. No. So, I mean, it probably is on the other side. I don't uh, usually paint the mirror. Yes. <laughs> uh, there also is an uh, astronomical clock that was water-powered... Uh, there is an armored, a water-powered armillary sphere, became well known throughout the country. Um, so that's cool. That is and, really, really cool. Uh, yeah, it was used alongside a clepsidra clock and a water wheel to power a the. Wait, hold on. let me go back. Uh, so okay, so this astronomical clock and water-powered armillary sphere utilize an escapement mechanism. That's really important. Um, Holy crap. Used that's... alongside a water wheel to rotate this armillary sphere. That's basically to... the second's hand. <laughs> like that guy invented the second's hand. Yeah, it's... Uh... If you look at a quick diagram of that, look up an escapement if you don't know what it is, I encourage you, because that's like the thing that like, okay, so if you have a wind-up watch, You'll wind up a big spring in there, and it has a whole bunch of power. How does that power escape in a way that doesn't mess everything up? Well, there's the escapement. You have a little gear in there that's just kind of like wobbling back and forth, and it just lets everything out at like a very precise rate. It's a tick-tock rate because it's a pendulum. It's that like a metronome. Exactly. It has an exact timing, and it just keeps swinging because it's just that's where the energy's coming from is a pendulum. And mm -hmm. as a result of that, like limiting gear, not everything goes crazy, <laughs> so it stays like precise and, and small movement based. And that the fact that that guy invented that like then <laughs> legitimately blows my mind. Yeah, that guy could have worked for Rolex I mean, yeah, in the year 700. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, that's... Oh, man. You think your expensive watch is so classy now? China's had them since <laughs> 700. Okay, well, what do you say we try to get to Clan? Yeah, yeah, that's the one thing we need to get. It's the final... The final piece of the puzzle. I see two uses of the word Clan. Clans and Turkic Clan leaders. So we are about one clan short of a full Wu-Tang. <laughs> Unfortunately. Do these clans have uh, links? I was going to look at martial arts, but unfortunately there's only martial positions in this article and you can't link to them. Uh, let's see. 
I mean, should we try to go to uh, that Wu Zetan? I mean, that would be... If she was Wu Zetan during the Tang Dynasty, I, I don't know. I'm Maybe that's... I'm stretching, but I feel I like... I mean, it is a reach, but only because of the fact that I think we're trying to go for a fictional clan <laughs> because the Wu dynasty, the Wu family, was part of the Zhu dynasty that directly preceded mm-hmm. uh, 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 the the Tang, I believe, is what I'm seeing here. Because if you look at the, well, maybe not. I don't know. Let's just go. Let's go Wu Zetan. Wu Zetan. Whoa, she looked a little. <laughs> Definitely. Ooh, okay. Well. Hmm. Hmm. Well, she I was. Mean, a... Yeah, go ahead. Yeah. I mean, she was a. Hmm. <laughs> she was a Wu. Empress Wu. Chinese sovereign who ruled unofficially as Empress Consort and Empress Dowager and later as Empress Regent <laughs> during the brief. Zhu Dynasty, which interrupted the Tang Dynasty. Aha! Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Wu was the only Empress Regent of China in more than 2,000 years. <laughs> and you think you have a problem electing a female president. <laughs> Could be worse. Yep. Wu was the concubine of Emperor Taizong. After his death, she married his successor, his ninth son, Gross. Emperor Gaozong, officially becoming Gaozong's Huanghu, which is variously translated but usually ends up meaning Empress Wife or Empress Consort, in 655. Uh, Although having considerable power in political realms prior to even becoming the Empress Consort. Uh, After Gaozong's debilitating stroke in the year 660, Wu Zetan became administrator of the court, a position equal to the emperor's until 705. Hmm. The importance of history of Wu's, the importance to history rather of Wu Zetan's period of political and military leadership includes the major expansion of the Chinese Empire, extending it far beyond its previous territorial limits, deep into Central Asia, and engaging in a series of wars on the Korean Peninsula, first allying with Silla against Goguryeo, and then against Silla over occupation of formerly Gurgiryo territory. Within China, besides the more direct consequences of her struggle to gain and maintain supreme power, Wu's leadership resulted in important effects regarding social class in Chinese society and in relation to state support for Taoism, Buddhism, educate, and literature. Wu Zetan also had a monumental impact upon the statutory of the Longmen Grottoes and the Wordless Steel? And the Quanling Mausoleum? <laughs> as well as the construction of some major buildings and bronze castings that no longer survive. Oh, oh, oh. She, she helped build the thing. I understand. Uh, Besides her p- career as a political leader, Wu Zetan also had an active family life. Although family relationships sometimes became problematic, 
Uzetan was the mother of four sons, three of whom also carried the title of emperor, although one held that title only as a posthumous honor. One of her grandsons became the renowned emperor Zwanzong of Tang. Swansong of Tang. The Swansong Zwanzong. Zwanzong Swansong. Now, the word clan appears 12 times in this article, including um, the mention of a family clan, the Wu family clan, and yet no links to any of them. The Wu clan is mentioned. The Wu clan is mentioned many a time. Yes, it is. I'm j- and never linked. I just never once linked. Like we have to find a word that's similar to clan, that like in meaning. Two thousand years of history, we can't get a Wikipedia <laughs> link to a wolf clan. Uh, it's just unforgivable. We can go to the family name Wu. Just true, go back maybe. to basics, man. Yeah, Just maybe go back they, to basics. Uh, Cut our losses. We don't need a tag. We don't even need no clan. That's just Ooh. Woo. 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 Family name. Woo. Family name. Okay, we'll go to Woo. Oh, wait. Are you talking about was, going to family name? Yeah, but we could go to Woo first, and then we could probably get to family name from there if we need to. Okay. But yeah. I'm thinking that could be in the right direction. All right. I think so. Okay. I think uh, right. I think we're heading towards victory. The, yeah. Towards eventual <laughs> well-earned victory. Yep. All right. So Wu's surname, where it takes us. Wu is the pinyin transliteration of the Chinese surname character of Chinese. <laughs> <laughs> yep. <laughs> Is the 10th sure most common surname in mainland China. So Wu is the sixth name listed in the Song Dynasty classic, 100 Family Surnames. So that was the 100th book released first. Yep. Just keep track of all families. <laughs> book one. Yep. Families. Um, okay, so... Um... It just kind of tells you how to pronounce stuff. It's also pronounced as ng o ngo go ngo or ngo ngo and go and woo and woo and woo. <laughs> oh, it's different than who? Yep, <laughs> different than who though? Doctor Wu. Uh, let's see. Wu Wang. Wu Wang. <laughs> uh, five hegemons. Um, Shang Dynasty. Uh, let's see. Where? John Wu is in here. <laughs> Are you kidding me? <laughs> John W-O-O and not John W-U is in here. The film director, sure enough. Wow. 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 Wu man, <laughs> and she's a—it's a woman. Wu man is a woman. Wu man is a Wu man. <laughs> There's also the, the inventor of instant noodles. What? Yeah. Where is that? I, 
Wu ba- Baifu. Wu Baifu. Ando Momofuku. <laughs> I'm not sure what that means. Momofuku. Momofuku. He's one bad, bad. <laughs> That's it. <laughs> I don't know what it means. I don't. I don't care though. It, it served its purpose. That's. There's also. Uh. There's some like normal like Kevin Wu. Andrew Ganianan. Ganianan. No, I don't. I don't Ganianan. <laughs> Wu Bai, the stage name of Taiwanese singer Wu Chun Lin. <laughs> Really, not that much of an improvement. Yeah. May as well have just stick, <laughs> stuck with the original thing. Wu Lian Te, Chinese physician and plague fighter. Mm. That's a that's a cool title. Yeah. Plague, plague fighter. fighter. Like, yes, you're a doctor. We get it. But on top of that, specialty mm. plague fighter. Do you mean you're an epidemiologist, maybe? <laughs> or what do you what do you what are you playing at? Well, he specializes in plague. Gotcha. Not not epidemics, just plagues. <laughs> Different things. Um, Alright, so... How do we get to... Plan? Chinese surname? Um... I mean, we could even go to 100 family surnames just to see if there's even the possibility of Wu and Tang living together or if they're (laughs) entirely separate entities by virtue of 100 family surnames. That's true. Maybe there's not a hope for them to survive. Mm. There cannot be a Wu that is not overtaken by a Tang or (laughs) vice versa. Uh, yeah. Okay, let's go to 100 family surnames. See... The book, 100 Family Surnames, originally contained 411 surnames. (laughs) So it was very accurately named from the beginning. (laughs) Later it was expanded to 504. Of these, 444 are single character surnames. Imagine that. Imagine being able to write your entire last name as just like one letter and have it be different from somebody else. Signatures would not cramp your hands. I know. That would be... uh, Oh, hold on, though. Maybe there's salvation in here somewhere. 60 are double character surnames. Wu and Tang, at that rate, (laughs) could coexist. Uh, That's true. So about 800 names have been derived from the original ones. Okay. Let's get to picking. Oh, boy. This is the complete text of the entire book. (laughs) I wonder how, how, how this was a book. It's like three paragraphs now. I wonder if, like, when it first came out, it was just like it was like a children's book. It was like each page was like one letter. It was like one character on there. Can I highlight these things? I can. Okay, great. So we look for Wu. Hmm. Yeah, I'm not seeing it. I see Wu. I see, I see Wu. I see Tang. I see two Tang, but there is. Not a Wu Tang. Mm. There's a lot of other ones. I mean, there's Gong Yang, Dong Fang, <laughs> Gong Sun, Mirong, 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 
you're, you're wrong. <laughs> well, unfortunately, we haven't been able to complete our quest for the Wu-Tang Clan, but that won't stop us from putting see also Wu-Tang Clan <laughs> in this article. <laughs> and here we go. And how's it done with a with a and save changes. There we go. See also Wu-Tang Clan. <laughs> Perfect. Nice. <laughs> <laughs> All right. <laughs> now we have made Wikipedia a better place. <laughs> Victory. Victory is ours. <laughs> ah, well, that was that was quite satisfying. Always good to put Wu Tang where it does not belong. Let's go back and check uh, the first Lubo. one. To see if this is something that happens all the time. Or wait, it wasn't. It wasn't Lubo, was it? No, no, no. It was in. Uh, it was in the disambiguation. Yeah. Lupi. Oh yeah, it's still there. Yep. We we might have a winner here. For might the have band. something that stays for a little <laughs> while. Well, um, yeah. Well, in subsequent episodes, we'll keep checking back with it just to see if it stays. Yeah. Just uh, gotta see if it will continue or if it will fade into the into the night like most good <laughs> Wikipedia jokes do. It's juvenile, but man, that was fun. <laughs> we do too much good work and get get no Wikipedia page for it. For yeah, this thing. that's true. Maybe someday we'll be relevant enough to have a Wikipedia page. Population zero. Uh. Population zero. Our our podcast is more. Th- we're bigger than some of the towns that have Wikipedia articles. This room, we have yeah. more people in. Our, our listener base is at least one person. So we have. It's, so we have, and we are people ourselves. Yeah, we deserve. An we got article. at least three people in this in the whole community the whole back and forth. So I so, mean, yeah, like we gotta gotta just you know, it's gotta be out there somewhere. Yeah. The, the legitimate cause of, uh, you know, us having a, a page. <laughs> All right. Well, yeah. So, I guess there you have it. From Lou P to 100 Family Surnames. This time we were not successful in our quest to get to a place, but we did drop some stuff along the way. Some treasure troves of links for other people to find and be very displeased at. <laughs> and maybe, maybe some some small boy in China will find out he's really into rap music. Because of us, man. He's about to do his history paper. He's on really bored. Loopy the general. And he's just like bored out of his mind. It's not that interesting. <laughs> Guy just dies before he was even born. Yeah. Stupid. Doesn't want to do it. But then, what's this in the disambiguation? It's a Wu Tang clan. <laughs> Wu and Tang are two separate things. Who would think to put them together? Americans? What are these Americans doing? They seem to be having fun on a stage. <laughs> Yeah. So, um, yeah, we gotta thank Louis Armstrong for our theme song and the Boswell sisters this week for our outro song. So, thanks again for joining us. I was Eric. I was John. And this was the Wikipedia Chronicles.
Wu Tang edition. Oh yeah, all Wu Tang all the time. So I wonder which of the Tang dynasty invented Tang. Because one of them had to. Somebody invented powdered beverages someplace during this time. And they well, really they already had a lot of cool powders going on. They did. They had the gunpowder. They got Tang powder. Mm-hmm. I mean, they had probably had some fire powder. Yeah. Um, some baking had soda. Herb powders. Almost definitely herb powders. Different kind of herbs. Opiums. Yep. Don't forget all the opiums. Probably had uh, some kind of powdered tea, I'm sure. Yeah. Yeah. Lots of powder tea. Gunpowder tea. Yeah, gunpowder tea. I Explodes really in of, your mouth, not yeah. in your hand. Explodes <laughs> <laughs> in your mouth, not in your hand. Oh, that's good. It's the M&M of teas, <laughs> really. Of exploding teas, anyway. So are any of the Wu-Tang Clan actually Wu or Tang? What do you mean? Like... Are any of their names Wu or Tang? Well, I mean, I mean, or is, did that those names die off with the dynasties, you, or did they just go with a history name? You mean like the people who are in charge of this thing, the people who are in charge of the dynasties? No, 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 like the band. Oh, like the, like oh. the rap group. I'm just, no, I mean the closest you have to that's probably Raekwon. <laughs> Or maybe arguably Giza or Riza. I don't see like a... Oh, foundation and name. Okay, here we go. There you go. Let's see. Um, oh, the name for the group after the film Shaolin and Wu Tang. Okay, so... Oh, whoa, whoa. that's what okay, we were missing so, was the Shaolin. So the group's debut album loosely adopted a Shaolin versus Wu Tang theme. Uh, and, okay, so Wu Tang is actually a style of martial arts, which is the f- actual name is Wudong Khan, which is not close. Not Wu Tang at all. <laughs> no, that is not right. So dang it all, <laughs> we're even really close. I mean, I guess, yeah, we would have had to go to, like, I don't know. I think we would have had to go, like, a music route or something. Or, or this, 600 years in the future. Reason. This doesn't seem to really show up until the 1600s-ish. Yeah. So we weren't, we were not going to get there from where we were. Yeah. And, I mean, unfortunately, Wikipedia has no links to clan anywhere in any of its pages, so. Yeah, this we was. We were kind of doomed. Kind of, kind of would have had to go a martial arts route, and we couldn't get there. weren't weren't able to get there. Oh well. Yeah. Okay. Well, we put a completely unrelated thing into <laughs> a few articles, and now we're going to tell anybody who cares to listen on the internet about it. So, can't wait for our IP address to be banned from editing Wikipedia. <laughs> as long as we're able to view it, that's what counts. Make a little note to check in on that article next time mm-hmm. so I don't forget about it. Mm-hmm. To see to see who's really listening, who's really <laughs> paying attention. It's a cry for help, really. <laughs> <laughs> we want to get somebody to notice us. <laughs> somebody pay- as soon as they as soon as they edit that thing, they'll they'll know. We were mm-hmm. there. Yeah. That's what it's about. <laughs> this is this is this is modern graffiti. Yeah. That's what this is. <laughs> 
and some some grumpy software engineer has to come home from work and like go out and do their community service and scrub <laughs> expunge the improper use of uh, uh Wu Tang Clan links. Or he'll come across the page. It'll come across his virtual desk, and he'll be like, "So for the band, see Wu Tang Clan." Eh, I'll leave it. I see Wu. <laughs> I see Tang. Yeah, I get it. I'll leave it. <laughs> Who cares? <laughs> it's not going to offend anybody. Who cares? Nah, nah. It's not incorrect information. <laughs> <laughs> it's just further information. Yeah, really, I mean, it's all that it is. It's, it's not, not wrong. It's not like one hundred percent relevant to the topic, but at least it's, it's not zero percent. Yeah, it's there's woo, there's tang. Yeah, and I'm you going, got I'm you got a, a clan that's not like named a clan. It, you know, it's a family. That's what you got to do. So, you know, it's all there. <laughs> Yep. Gotta keep checking back. 